0: The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Craig, how you doing? Hello, Craig. Hello, Raleigh. How's everybody out there? We're doing good. You know, at the beginning of our show, we got this Mr. Announcer guy saying uh, that you should only trust, or you should trust, uh, certified and, you know, qualified and, you know, uh, contractors. Absolutely. And, and there is no certification for floor contractors. Am I right?
1: Um. Well, it depends on if you're talking you know, local, state, or industry. There are industry certifications. Okay. But in the state of North Carolina, there are not state licenses required, um, nor business licenses required by Wake County or the city of Raleigh, which there should be. Really? Yeah. So. Yeah, all they they really care about is getting the sales tax dollars. Yeah. So as long as you pay, if you're a licensed retailer, licensed being – you've been given a license from a manufacturer to distribute their product mm-hmm. um, to consumers, in, yeah. in-use consumers, um, then all the state and the county wants is they want their portion of the sales tax. They want you to collect sales tax for them. If you're doing that, that's yeah. all they care about. Homeowners, good luck.
0: Because there's the entry to, the, you know, what you call a business. The entry in the floor area is easier than if I was going to hang out a shingle and say I'm a I'm a plumber, for instance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all you have to have um, is a DBA, which is a Doing Business As name, right? And uh, you're supposed to have a state. Um, there's a, a state required level of. General liability and workers' comp insurance. Yeah. Um, You can purchase those. You don't even have to be a U.S. citizen to buy those um, policies. Right. As long as you've got the insurance, you'll get get a DBA. Yeah. Um, You're technically uh, able to operate as a flooring contractor
0: in Wake County. As you well know, Craig, I understand and know everything about your job, everything about your job, except how to do it. Right, which is, that's really a key thing. I don't know how to put down flooring. How long have you been in this?
1: 30 years.
0: 30 years. Have you learned a bit?
1: 30 years since my dad said, Craig, get in the truck. I need your help today. <laughs> and I've, and le- I've learned a lot. I've learned good. I've learned bad. Um, I learned some bad stuff that I had to relearn how to, how to do it properly. Most importantly, I learned a lot about business, about people um, about professionalism, about communication, about accountability. Um, and that's a lot of stuff that these contractors don't learn. Um, you, you gotta be an experienced business person to learn those things. Right. And even if, even, even in, in, uh, college classes, you know, Wake Tech has an entrepreneurship course that they teach, um, which I've actually been asked to speak at before. To talk to some of these up and coming up and coming entrepreneurs about what to expect right. um, when they go out into the real world and begin doing business. There's a lot to learn.
0: And there certainly is, and I want somebody working on my home who's already made all of their mistakes. Is that fair of me?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, when the la- I-, I believe. Um, October is actually, um, I think it's like Trade Labor Month or something like that. I can mm. Google it here in a second. and Come mm-hmm. up, um, but I'm a member of the Builder Association, um, which is how I know about this. But it's a huge, it's a huge issue: um, skilled labor in construction, um, whether it's commercial, residential you know new home building construction it's a big issue right. um there's a lack of places for people to go to get the the knowledge they need so where they learn it is in your living room yeah, in your no. bath in your bathroom no, you know, no. in your yard on the roof of your house they they're learning on the job you know they OJT as they say
0: yeah i i and i know you guys have quality professionals working with you the people who put down my floor Craig, the flooring guy, we picked up the phone, and John came out, and well, actually, Craig came out. You were you looked at my house, <laughs> the first time, yeah, um, yeah, and and you know when we put you put down a pretty hefty floor, um, a, you know scratch resistant, uh, good quality floor. Have had no problems with it. I didn't know you'd been there, except for the floor was different. You know what I mean? I. I left the house in the morning, and there was carpet. And then I came back, and it was luxury vinyl plank. It was a and a very good, no mess, no none of that, none of the negatives that could have been. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, compliment your your guys, but um, you. Th- do you think that there should be a license or a qualification on the state level?
1: Absolutely. There should be, um, they, they're called specialty licenses yeah. and they should be regulated through the state licensing board, just like they regulate um, plumbing companies and heat and air companies, electricians are regulated right. and home builders or licensed general contractors are also regulated. Well, I think the specialty trade should be regulated as well. Yeah. Um, flooring, roofing, masonry, painting. All of those things should be regulated. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, when I say regulation, you know, a lot of, a lot of people go, Oh, government regulation, bad. Well, not necessarily there's over-regulation and then there's due regulation, but we want to, we should know when I say we, I mean homeowners, because I don't do all the work in my home. I hire people to do stuff at my house as well. Um, and I want to know that whoever's coming into my house is, is professional, Mm -hmm. that they're financially stable. Um, that they're legally um trustworthy you know there's just some basic things that should be considered in addition to verifying that they have the proper insurance um i want to make sure that they're that they're vetted you know right. and 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 i think that's um i don't think that's a lot to ask for
0: i think a lot of people are shaking their head and saying well you know of course craig he's been in this 30 years of course he he wants uh you know uh younger people not to go compete with him. Um, but that's not it. You can't electrocute yourself on a poorly made floor, right? This is the difference between electricians and, and floor. You can't electrocute yourself on a poorly done floor. But Craig, tell me a horror story about a floor you've visited, done by somebody else.
1: Well, what I see a lot is is people spending You know five or six thousand dollars on a new floor and they'll go buy a product at one of the big box stores and they'll hire somebody that was referred to them from a neighbor or on facebook or next door you know a social media um, app or something oh call this guy you know he'll he'll give you a good deal and he does this on the side or whatever and we end up coming in sometimes as soon as a few months uh sometimes it's a year or two later and we're in there ripping that floor out and redoing it and when i'm involved in these situations I, I i ask questions i mean i try not to you know demonize anybody or make the homeowner feel uncomfortable but i try to figure out like you know hey how long was this floor been in here and where did you buy it from and who installed it for, you know for you maybe there's a warranty you know issue that i could help you out with um And a lot of times I find that's what I find is that, well, well, we had a guy refer to us and he told us to just to go pick it out somewhere and he'd come put it in for us. And we went to, you know, Lowe's and we went to Home Depot and we went to Lumber Liquidators and we went looked online and they go to all these places and spend all this time. And then they get confused and they can't figure out what they should get. And then they start look, you know, they they go down this rabbit hole and waste all this time and they end up just going, look, I want this certain shade of gray. They have the shade of gray. I like at store B mm-hmm. it's two, two, 249 a square foot. Let's just get that and let's just put it in. Well, that's not the right way to do it. You know, if you have a health issue or an issue, an issue with your car, yeah, you take it to, you go to a hospital, you go see a doctor, you go to a mechanic and they diagnose it and they say, okay, here's the problem. Here's what you need. You know and they recommend the solution to the problem and then you either choose to hire them to fix it or not but you know floor covering and home home remodeling and home renovation it should be handled the same way Um, but because of lack of regulation a lot of consumers don't go down that path
0: all right we're going to talk about the specials available to you just because you know craig the floor guy from american dream flooring and Town. that's coming up on the radio program also going to talk about some quality um, quality issues with some flooring that's flooding into the market uh, it's the product and it might not be the installer but it's the product and how to stay away from some of this bad flooring with craig the floor guy from american dream flooring and tile on fm 98.5 am 680 making your home great FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great with Craig, the floor guy from American dream flooring and tile. Hey, Craig, how you doing? I'm doing well. What's the, uh, what's the story? Uh, What's for sale this week?
1: Um so we are still having our waterproof super sale. Yeah. So we still we still have the waterproof luxury vinyl plank uh starting at around 229 a square foot. We have some at 249 a square foot and we have some at 299 a square foot. Mm-hmm. We have the um Mohawk Revwood lifetime waterproof laminate. Mm. Um yeah, we have uh the Revwood starting at 289 a square foot. Right. Um we're also running some some specials on custom tile showers now these are custom so those prices will vary but a custom tile shower at american king flooring and Tiles starts at around $5000 yeah um, which is about half of of uh, half of where they start at some other places I'll just say that right um we also have our our stain i call it stain proof lifetime warranty carpet right um st- we have it in stock Starting at a dollar a square foot. Um, As we advertise, this carpet will amaze you. You can pour bleach on this carpet and it won't hurt it. Um, We don't, even though our prices are low, I'd like to say we don't sell cheap carpet. It's very good quality carpet for a dollar a square foot. And uh, a fact I've I've, um, compared to some of our competitors and some of the big box stores, and a comparable product is double it's $2 a square foot. So um, we have a best price guarantee, and you can see why. Yeah, We also give our lifetime installation warranty, which are, those are hard to find. There's very few other licensed retailers out there that offer a lifetime installation warranty. Right. Uh, we have the no interest financing um, and we have Craig, the floor guy. So oh, we have, are. we have free knowledge. If you're shopping or you got questions, give us a call and schedule a free phone consultation. And uh, you eight, don't, 8776 eight, floors. I don't know how you use your, say it again, say it make. again.
0: I talked eight, over you.
1: Eight seven seven six floors.
0: Eight seven seven six floors. Okay. So the um the question I have is um do you have any new products coming out that you um, want to talk about today?
1: So there is so the newest thing that consumers and are going to start hearing and seeing about as as far as floor covering, yeah, is the term hybrid resilient. So everybody listening out there. Remember, you heard it here first, hybrid, hybrid, hybrid resilient. Yes. So this is going to be the next and newest generation of luxury vinyl plank flooring and of waterproof flooring. Yes. And, and this all stems back to the word we've mentioned many times and a topic we've discussed on this show a few times. And mm-hmm. the word is Uyghur. Uyghur. Uyghur.
0: Uyghur. I went to school with a kid named Uyghur. Could that be the same thing?
1: Yeah, and that and that is spelled U Y G H U R. Uyghur.
0: Uyghur. Oh, oh, oh! I know Uyghur. The Uyghurs, just everybody, China. just to demonstrate how smart I am. The Uyghurs are this uh, uh, minority in China affected seriously by the uh, They lock them up. They put them in concentration camps. So in a way, we would be buying from the Chinese. Stuff that's made by Uyghurs.
1: Yeah. So there's there's a province in China.
0: Right.
1: It's like Yinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region or something like that. They call it the XUAR. Okay. Um, which is synonymous for the production of polyvinyl chloride, which is PVC. hmm So what Customs has done, so there's these numbers called HS codes. And there's an HS code. Yeah. it is a hs code three nine one eight nine zero zero zero. classification yeah. is floor coverings and plastics okay so anything that's imported that's classified with that hs number has been flagged as potentially coming from the the uyghur chinese region mm-hmm and the the law that was that was passed, it's called the UFLPA Act, the mm. Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act. Yes. Requires strict mandates on basically providing where that material comes from and proving that it is not from the Uyghur region. If they can't prove that and they don't have the proper documentation, customs will basically confiscate it and lock it up and that not let it go through to its uh purchaser yeah um so that and this became a big issue early in there earlier in the year around March um we started getting notices from the big manufacturers Mohawk Shaw Mannington saying hey we got a potential issue here it could could cause some backups we're trying to deal with it and, and just forewarning us right well I actually had a customer um, this week that I had to issue or, or last week that I issued a refund to, because they chose a product back in March that we, we were given a three month back order on and they mm-hmm. said, oh, that's okay. We're in no big rush. We really like the color and like, okay, okay. So three months goes by and they push it out another three months. Wow. So we call them. We're like, Hey, what's going on here? And they said, look, we can't guarantee you that we're going to be able to get this material and they canceled the order. So we, we, we let the, the customer know they came in, looked didn't see anything else that they, you know, loved or liked. Yeah. Um, so we canceled the order and gave them their money back. Well, that didn't sit well with me. Right. So I started doing some research and I started making some phone calls and this is where it becomes a complete soap opera yes with the, with the situation. And I, I dug up a lot of finger pointing. So basically. Um, and it depends on which side you're talking to. If you're talking to the, the manufacturers who are importing this stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or if you're talking to someone that's, you know, a, a government employee. Um, but basically what I was told is that initially they required this documentation. So some of these products are not made in China. They're made in South Korea or they're made in Vietnam mm-hmm. and imported in. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially it was like, Hey, what's the problem? Release our goods here's the bill of lading here's the manifest this was shipped to us from Mm -hmm. vietnam Mm -hmm. so they wait months and months and months for the government to do its job and we all know how well the government does its job
0: they're very efficient yes they are
1: yeah um and they come back and they say well we've done our research and we can't determine that the raw goods that were used to produce these materials in vietnam did not originate in china yeah so it's round two of the the UFLPA. So um what is happening now is these the, the, the big guys are joining forces and trying to create a legal group to basically sue customs to release the inventory saying, Hey, we provided the original requested required documentation. Right. Give us our stuff.
0: Almost like the government changed the the tactic be after they did this. Right. You well, said, they,
1: they're making stuff up as they go along, right, which right. our current administration is known to do. No, no, we'll no, not turn this into a political uh, show. but No,
0: but it, I mean... And, if, and
1: I'm not a politician. I You know, I'm not a genius. I've never claimed to have been one, but I have the solution <laughs> to the problem, if anybody wants to know it. What is the solution? Buy made in the USA.
0: Oh, there's that. Yes. Can we still buy in the, made in the USA uh, flooring uh, and carpets?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I'm a big advocate for Mohawk Flooring. They are the largest flooring manufacturer in the country. They are the oldest, most reputable. Um, I love that they're innovative. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're so innovative that when this all started happening earlier in the year, they said, okay, everybody to the boardroom, let's work this out. And they decided that they're going to figure out how to circumvent all of the issues or even potential issues that they may have with this and they designed a product that's made from 90 percent post-consumer recycled products so they're not importing any raw pvc or it's it's called virgin materials in the manufacturing uh business they're not not importing any pvc pellets from anywhere to make this they're using all usa post-consumer recycled products and this product is called hybrid resilient vinyl plank flooring.
0: Yeah. And, and I can so get Craig can I, you can you get your hands on this now? So it's kind
1: of um it's kind of been in the test phases for the last few months um there is a big box store that has purchased some of it and private labeled it and mm-hmm. they're selling it. These products are going to sell in the low $3 a square foot range initially. Again, they're they're kind of testing it. Yeah. Um, I can get it, and I can I can get it and sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I'm uh, been 30 years of experience I mentioned earlier in the yeah, show. Yeah. Um, 45 years of life experience <laughs> as a consumer, so right. I'm I'm waiting to let the people that are willing to test it Smart. do the testing.
0: Smart. Listen, Craig, we got to take a break. News is next on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We are on Making Your Home Great. Hour 2 includes Mark Genest of Covis. They do hardscaping. And Rock Emmons and Triangle Radiant Barrier will also be in studio. We've got Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Craig, I, I think I interrupted you in the middle of a thought. Unless you um, completed your thought. I, I don't know. I could never tell.
1: No, I, no. I mean, I, I think I completed it. I kind of was able to roll all that together. Good, um,
0: good. I do want to talk but, to you. You, you yeah, go ahead.
1: I was going to say the, 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 the end of the story there was the solution is to buy made in the USA, and you yes. don't have to get in, involved in all that soap opera,
0: right?
1: Um, you know, luxury vinyl flooring is a decent floor it's a good floor if it's mm-hmm. properly scoped but mm-hmm. there are better options and mohawk has worked hard and put a lot of money into providing solutions um to a lot of problems um, and if you're working with a licensed retailer mm-hmm. who is knowledgeable and who is involved and i i use this term a lot i like to say be part of the solution not mm-hmm. part of the problem hmm Um, And to do that, you got to constantly be learning and growing and developing not only yourself, but your business and everyone involved in your business, Mm -hmm. which is part of our culture at American Dream Flooring and Tile. Um, So we can provide solutions, you know, um, as as long as you find a color you like,
0: apparently. And some people are buying floors that are substandard quality and then being installed by, I'm not going to say substandard contractors but they don't do floors every day if they pull up and their their van has about three different skills written on the side of it including (laughs) including uh mobile notary you got to think of it think to yourself how good are they at any particular skill
1: yeah so the the the, uh term for that is the jack of all trades master master of none
0: yes i've hired those guys i really have (laughs) in the past now i know better uh craig the floor guy is with american dream flooring and tile and craig i want to know um about um some carpet solutions Uh, i got a couple of bedrooms my wife is a little disappointed with the carpets it's just you know it was customer it was what what do they call it builder grade carpet when it was put in yeah and she says i don't know maybe we'll pull these out Put put American Dream Flooring and Tile to to work. We do want carpet again because they are bedrooms and they're the guest rooms. So I want people, you know, to walk on soft flooring. Uh, what kind of carpet solutions do you have?
1: Absolutely. Um we have we have solutions. You know, I've actually um Put customers in carpet that were originally looking at getting a more expensive floor, like a, a, a laminate or a luxury vinyl plank, or even a hardwood. Yeah. And I'd, I'd go out for the consultation with them and they're telling me, well, but I'm not sure if I like, you know, it may be too hard. I like something that's softer and, um, but I want something that's easy to clean. Yeah. Um, but I have a really tight budget, and I'm not wanting to spend a lot of money on it. And I'm right. like, well, buy carpet. Well, I don't like carpet; it's hard to clean. And look at look at my current carpet. And I'm like, well, how often do you vacuum your carpet? When's the last time you've had your carpet steam clean? Mm. You know, do you know what type of carpet this is, and how to even properly care for it? And so, carpet is not bad. Carpet can be really, really good. And um, right. in, in, in fact, a lot of people don't realize carpet is one of the most hypoallergenic floors you can put in your home if you're buying the right stuff. Hmm. Um, it depends on the type of the fiber, the dyeing method of the fiber, the type of backing the carpet has, the type of padding you put under the carpet. So you need to be dealing again with somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Um, but you know, we have uh solution dyed fiber. That's got a 15 year wear warranty, lifetime stain warranty Mm. starting at $1 a square foot. Um, Whereas, you know, if you're doing luxury vinyl plank, you're going to be at an average price point of around probably I'd say six dollars a square foot yeah. um material and installation. Whereas carpet, you can be a couple dollars a square foot material and installation. Yeah. So there's great, great options there. Um, the best stuff on the market, in my opinion, is the Mohawk Smart Strand. There's there's different levels to it. So there's good, better, best. A lot of people think you know, wow, that sounds expensive. If it's the best stuff, it's probably the most expensive. No, it's not. There's several carpets on the market that are more expensive that are either, you know, similar in quality or sometimes not as good of quality. Um, Sometimes you're just buying a name. But uh, Mohawk Smart Strand is hypoallergenic. It's a WekaTech certified, chemical-free. It's got a lifetime stain warranty, a lifetime wear warranty. I mean, it's... It's magical carpet in some ways, and and right. come into our showroom. We'll show you some examples that will amaze you.
0: You've you haven't met my dogs, have you? Oh, you did, you did meet my dogs. I, what I'm trying to say is that you say it's lifetime stain proof. Uh, is it so, lifetime even for people who own poodles? Uh,
1: yeah. So Mohawk provides an all pet warranty, and it's all pets. All problems all yeah. the time. So really? any any stains are covered, any damage on the hard surface floors, like the Mohawk Revwood waterproof laminate, their Mohawk Solitech LVP. Yeah. Um, they have Mohawk Ultra Wood Waterproof Hardwood. Any of those products, they have the Mohawk all pet warranty. If it's damaged by your pet in any way, yeah, it's covered by warranty.
0: This is an amazing thing. I, I mean, I really want I'm a warranty guy. I, I pester people about warranties and, you know, what my support is, in part because I don't want to put something down and then discover that my warranty didn't apply. That's the worst <laughs> thing ever to hear.
1: Yeah, Craig, well, that's I- another reason why it's important to be buying not only the product, but the installation also through the licensed retailer, because the product warranty is warranted through the retailer. Um so if there's a problem with it, it's up to us to file that claim with the manufacturer on behalf of the consumer.
0: This doesn't uh, work with Johnny, uh, who nah. who just is a friend of a friend who does carpets on the side?
1: No, it does not. Okay. Um, fu- funny story, though, about the all-pet warranty. So John, our uh, project manager, called me the other day, and he said, hey, man. <laughs> Do you, do you know, is there a limit to the amount of dogs that oh. can pee on the floor for it to be covered by the all pet warranty? He said, because the customer that I just met with, she bought this floor yeah. almost three years ago oh, yeah. from us. And um, she said, there's a couple of places where it's got some, some surface damage. He's like, but man, she's got like nine cats and dogs in there and they're just peeing and pooping all oh, over man. the floor. He's like, and I don't think it's going to be covered by any warranty. I said, Well, you know, there's only one way to find out. So we called our Mohawk rep, explained yeah. the situation. He's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, it's covered. He's like, you know, send us some photos, file the claim, we'll take care of it. Well, wow. so, no limit to how many animals, even. Good
0: <laughs> <What laughs> heavens. All right. Yeah. So before everybody carpets their their dog enclosure, let's let's talk about the physical damage would that that is also covered by pets
1: so so anybody listening out there uh go on go 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 to google or whatever search engine you're using google mohawk smart strand challenge right and you're and you're going to start seeing pictures of a rhinoceros pop up on your web (laughs) on your web browser so mohawk does this regularly and they've been doing it for a long time probably like 10 or fi- uh, 15 to 15 years that I'm aware of where they do these, it's called their smart strand challenge where they will actually take the carpet and put it in uh, elephant or rhinoceros cages at a zoo. Yes. And they'll let them live on it and do their stuff on it. And then they steam clean it and then post photos and videos of it. Wow. So we're talking rhinoceroses
0: and elephants. All right. Before we turn the, turn the page and talk about um, the other things that you do, because there are other options for Craig the Floor Guy other than flooring um, and from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Let's, uh, I, I want you to mention, gosh, before I started that sentence, I knew where I was going. Um, I want you to tell me, please, because you've been in the carpet field so long, what is the best way to clean it? Is, to go, is it to go buy a, a steam cleaner or a, something that pumps a bunch of water and then sucks it out? What is the best way to... You keep mentioning steam cleaner.
1: Yeah. So the key to cleaning carpet is heat extraction. Yeah. It's not abrasiveness. It's not a certain chemical. It is heat that causes, whether it's a a dirt, a dander, an oil, some kind of grime, grease, whatever it is that's the apparent issue on the carpet. Yeah. Heat Eat is what it takes to release it from the fiber. Uh, now, you, you can do this with a, you can go to a, a store and buy your own, you know, Bissell steam cleaner. Yeah. You can call a carpet cleaning company, mm-hmm. but if they're not doing a steam extraction, then they're not doing you justice. The, the, whatever the heat, the, the water will say, which it should actually be steam that they're spraying on your, on your carpet to yeah. clean it should, yeah. it should be at a steam level. In order to get it to steam, it's got to be 160, 180 degrees. Yeah. So heat. And let me tell people out there, if heat extraction does not take it out, stop. It's not coming out. (laughs) Okay. You need new carpet.
0: You need new carpet. And if you do, go to American Dream Flooring and Tile. You've got, what, two showrooms in the Raleigh area. Where are they?
1: Yeah, we're at Raleigh 308 Sherwood Drive. We're in Apex 1005 Davis Drive. You can give us a call at 8776-FLOORS. Go to our website, americadreamfloor.com. And if you buy Mohawk Strand for us, if it's three rooms or more of, of floor, of carpet, yeah. and you buy Mohawk Strand, your first steam cleaning is on us. We pay really?
0: for it. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Not that you're going to need it right away, but if you got dogs, you know.
1: Um, Craig, yeah, but- w- once a year. It's once- required. Yeah, about once a year.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, now I know the answer to two questions. What do I need? I need to get steam cleaning once a year. All right, let's move on from this. Let's talk about the other projects you do. You'll do a bathroom.
1: Yep, we can do a complete bathroom. Now, we don't do the plastic, acrylic, you know, one day... 98 month, no interest, buy one, get one free uh, bathrooms. Like you're seeing advertised on TV, which are scams. If you don't think it's a scam, give them a call. You'll soon find out it is, but we do custom tile showers. We'll tile your floor. We'll replace the vanity. We'll do a, a quartz or a granite vanity top. We'll have our licensed plumber come in, connect all the new plumbing for you. We'll have our painter come in and paint everything for you. Um, we can hang new light fixtures in there. We can do a complete bathroom remodel, and yeah. we can do a complete kitchen remodel. So kitchen cabinets, countertops, um again, painting, flooring, we can do it all. Right. Um, we have a general contractor that we that we work with if the homeowner needs a wall removed or or changed for something structural. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 work with a, a contractor for that. Again, licensed contractors for structural, licensed plumbers and electricians for plumbing and electrical. Amen. Um, and we can do it, and a lot of times we do it for quite a bit less. I find than some of our competitors. In fact, I've even had customers before. You know, it's a weird feeling, and I don't, I don't even know how to how to handle it. Sometimes, what's that? Whenever, whenever you've just completed a project, and a, and this has happened to me several times over the last few years. Where I'll get requested, say, hey, you know, uh, the, the customer wants to meet with you. They want you to come out. And I'm mm. like, really? Oh, okay. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. They're super happy. They made the final payment. Everything's good. They just want to meet with you. And I'm mm. like, okay. And I'll go to these people's homes. I mean, it's happened a few times. And they're like, we just wanted to tell you, thank you. And we appreciate everything. And, you know, there was a bump or a hiccup here or there. And everybody communicated and took care of it. And we appreciate that. And, but we just wanted to tell you. You could have charged us three thousand dollars more and we would have gladly paid it. You should go up on your prices. Now what Yes I'm like Yes how do I how do I don't, I'm like I have a customer telling me I should go up on my prices?
0: Yes. Yes. They want they want you to charge the next person more money. Yeah, you should not charge them. the next
1: person more than you charge me. No,
0: yeah. Not not them. All right. Well that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Craig the Floor Guy is here from American Dream Flooring and Towel. I want you to tell me, or I'm going to present to you a scenario about these TV ads that are running that say, we're going to replace this in a day. We're going to replace your bathroom in a day. We're going to rework the entire thing. We'll talk with Craig, the floor guy, about why picking up the phone at that point while you're watching TV might not be the best idea. Our telephone number is 919 860-9783. Now, you can call us and you can talk to Craig, the floor guy, if you want to. 919-860-9783 on Making Your Home Great on WPTF. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Right now, we got Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Mark Genest of Covis. They're doing hardscaping. It's covisstone.com. On the second hour. Also, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Okay, Craig, so I was watching this TV show on cable. As you well know, I have a lot of downtime these days during the week. And first of all, it upset me because uh, Barney was getting a little handsy in the back of the squad car. But that's something different. And then the commercial popped on and they were guaranteeing me that they would replace my shower and maybe even my toilet uh in a day. And I noticed that it was not a contractor running the ad. Who's running these ads?
1: Well, first off, uh there's not a lot of regulation in advertising either. No, no, no. So and I know because I advertise. I advertise on television, I advertise on on radio, yeah. um, online, and you can pretty much say whatever you want. I mean, yes. you can promise that your your how installer cures cancer. Right. And you can put that online. Um, you can you can put it on TV. And when you said they're guaranteeing a shower in one yes. day, they They actually don't guarantee it. If you got to listen to the wording really closely, because it's very deceptive. They say, you know, showers in one day. They also post a lot of fake reviews, which Mm -hmm. is something else that you can do. You can post fake reviews without a lot of recourse or issues with that. And this company does it. Um, But if you actually call them and when they come out, In writing, they have you sign their contract states that they do not guarantee the job to be completed in one day. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a marketing gimmick.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's a marketing gimmick to get you to call them. And then when you call them or you go to their website, now they've captured your IP address and they've got your phone number, which Mm -hmm. they're going to sell to a bunch of other marketing companies because, you know, it's just don't do it. Right. You know, I don't recommend it. If you want to do it, you can do it, but you're going to end up finding out. They're going to come out and quote you for, it's going to be, you know, $15,000 for something that could be done for half that probably 75 to 8,500 is what yeah. I see in most cases. Yeah, And they're going to make you sign something saying that you understand that everything, everything they said in their advertisement, <laughs> they, they they don't have to do <laughs> basically.
0: I want so, that kind of, you know, that kind of fine print on every contract I sign. Yes, sir. I want, I want uh, the floor people. I want the the people who do the bath. I want them to throw out the entire marketing, uh, gang.
1: Wow. Yeah. And, and now their 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 newest uh, shtick is yeah. that they're doing windows as well. Oh yeah. And that and that our employees, our staff of trained employees. Yes. Um, come out and install your windows or install your shower. Yeah. Um, And I happen to know for a fact that they're not employees, that they are in fact contractors.
0: And I think what happens is the manufacturer sits there, the phone rings and they say, okay, where are you located? I'm going to have my employee call you back. And at that point they're searching for contractors. Yeah. They're trying to find somebody. Meanwhile, You could have picked up the phone and called Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile and cut out the, you know, the middle person.
1: Yeah, and and that brings up these lead services, too. Yes. Angie's List, and there's a bunch of them, and they solicit us all the time to be a part of their program and, and provide our services. And they're, they're a big scam as well. They're a complete waste of time. They don't guarantee anything to the consumer. Right. Um, it's, it's just these people sitting at home, you know, a lot of these companies are based out of Silicon Valley, California, or, you know, Austin, Texas, which is a big it, um, area. And these are these, these are computer web, uh, you know, yeah. programming companies that are sitting around figuring out ways they can just rake money in from consumers all around the country and set it home and make money, basically.
0: And and to be clear, you mentioned Angie's List. Does it pay money? to Do Do you have to pay money to be absolutely. on Angie's? Yeah,
1: you absolutely. Do? Yeah, and they don't guarantee anything. They say, like, here's it. You're going to pay us. We're going to, we're going to, if a, if a homeowner clicks on our link and they request that they have a project, they they're wanting questions asked, or sometimes it's not, they didn't want to buy anything. Sometimes they just have questions, you know, like, Hey, what's the going rate on something? They're going to, they're going to sell that as a lead to five different contractors with no recourse you know and and no recourse or no accountability.
0: Brock Emmons of triangle radiant barriers just walked in. He put the headphones on and he's nodding his head.
3: Well, he's not wrong. Angie's List is now called Angie. Yeah. They were purchased by Home Advisor. So back when uh, it was Angie's List, uh, those those reviews were actually fairly cheap. It was a, a one once a month uh, fee. Yeah. You just pay a fee once a month, and they continue to send you leads. Now that they've been purchased by the uh, larger Home Advisor, they're now charging per lead. And he is right. They will if you. Submit information. Yeah. they'll send your information out to four, five, six companies in your area. and then you're inundated with phone calls. So right. that's not really fun for the the homeowner. and it's not good for the businesses. Now they're being charged for a lead that's also being charged to five other companies, and it's a all right, first, first, come, first serve. You better call the customer very quickly. so, right a lot of our customers say no no we got called by like eight people as soon as we click the submit button and and i I just don't like how that works yeah
1: and they and they sell your information too so you're going to start getting solicited for extended auto warranties and you know magazine subscriptions and and whatever else you know
0: i'm getting enough of that now if you need, if you want to buy Kool Aid, yes,
1: you don't you don't go online and, and Google who, you know. If you Google Kool Aid <laughs> stores near me, right. and a link pops up and says, "Oh, looking for Kool Aid? Submit your information, and we'll link you to, you know, the most reputable Kool Aid vendors in your area." And and suddenly well, just I'm going to the
0: store and buy Kool Aid. I'm getting <laughs> getting phone calls from uh, Dr Pepper, saying, "You know, you want yeah, some? You don't.
1: You, know, you don't want Kool Aid? You want Dr Pepper? Not a cold <laughs>
0: beverage? I got it for you." All right, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile is here. We should mention you have two showrooms, and you also have cabinets in the showrooms. Is it true of both showrooms?
1: No, they, our Apex showrooms, uh-huh. I mean, it, it, technically, yes, but if you want to see the best selection, go to our Apex showroom. It, it, it's Overall, it's not a large showroom. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's around 1,100 square feet, um, but we have all the good stuff in there. Um and we can custom design you an affordable kitchen or bathroom including cabinets and countertops um we do several a month actually yeah and and Brock can
0: contest our guy John he's one of the best
3: yes, I'm a big fan of John John yes. is one of his his top guys
0: John John looked at my house I mean i I don't know what work he did because of course they do all the work when I'm not there
3: yeah, great
0: put the flooring in I was gone for the day and well it was cleaned up.
3: No, they do a great job. Craig's yeah. guys installed a kitchen for one of our mutual customers. Wally, if you're out there listening, uh, Semper Fi brother. Uh, but Wally and his wife had uh, had them come in to do his kitchen. Yeah. And, and I was blown away when I went out to do my final inspection of our crawl space work. Uh, Wally brought me in, and we looked around his kitchen. All soft clothes. Yeah. The corners were beautiful. The trim was beautiful. They did an outstanding job
0: and craig though we never talk about you know I, we like to talk about people doing the same thing again and again so they get good at it how many kitchens a year do you think you do
1: um i would say probably it it, it i mean it varies do you do enough to get what good year at it. but
0: do you <laughs> do uh, well, enough well, to I get t- good? At i can it.
1: tell you this um the contractor that does our cabinet installation for us, that's all he does oh, yeah. um, he's he's got more experience than I do. I'll say that. Um, and he's very good at it and he's does all of our our kitchen cabinet installs. Um, yeah. the Craig, countertop we got- fabricator we use. we've used for several years and they've been in business for many, many, many years. So we don't just work with anybody. we we vet the people that we work with.
0: Craig, give me that telephone number. 8776 floors AmericanDreamFLOOR.com. Very good. Thank you, Craig. This is Making Your Home Great. The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And Making Your Home Great starts at 1 o'clock every Saturday. And it's a two-hour show, so we're still rock and rolling here. Mark Janae from Covis. How you doing, sir? Doing good. I'm glad to have you on the show because we, we really need more outdoor stuff.
4: Yeah, so, we do. Making your own great, Yes, right? we do.
0: Um, you do what they call hardscaping, am I correct? That's correct. All right. Tell me first about your history. How long
4: have you been doing things like this? So I've been in the industry of uh, hardscape for about 35 years now. Really? Uh, yep. Yeah. Started up in uh, Canada where 1973 was really the first, uh, I guess, uh, migration of pavers into North America from Europe. Yeah. Um, so the industry itself is not very old. And uh, so by the time it uh, found its way down to... Uh, The Carolinas or the lower 48. Um, It just took a while to get here. So um, being in Canada, our free thaw cycle is – our free thaw line is about three feet. So um, having pavers in a driveway was beneficial so that it would let the uh, air come through the product uh, Mm. when everything thawed out in in the spring. So – If you had a concrete driveway or asphalt driveway in canada there's a lot of times you get a lot of heaving and the heaving was so bad in my parents driveway that was the first driveway i did Um, oh really yeah and uh my dad couldn't back out his plumbing uh van out of the driveway because the concrete had heaved so much it would hit the bumper wow so he wakes me up at seven o'clock in the morning and says uh (laughs) i need your help
3: (laughs) guess what we're doing today
4: so uh you know and didn't really know much about it uh had worked in the summers with a good friend of mine from high school Uh, his dad was a brick mason we started doing uh brick patios uh, on these uh development sites and uh you know for two 16 year old kids and one day a guy from unilock walked to the back of the patio or back of the house and said man do you want to Stop making mortar, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please." <laughs> uh, and then, uh, um, you know, took the classes and got certified in being an installer in Canada, and and just uh, followed it down here. What car? What part of Canada? I'm uh, from Ottawa originally. Ottawa. Yeah.
0: Just remember, it's not Ottawa. No. If you talk to anybody and they say Ottawa, forget it. They've never been there. Nope. It's spelled with a U, Ottawa. Ottawa. <laughs> well have, it sounds that way, right? That's right. It's it's so cold there. I went to a school called Carlton University, which oh, you've yeah, heard
4: of. Absolutely.
0: They had tunnels under the university so the kids could get to classes no matter how cold it was.
3: Whoa. Exactly. So, so there's no, no, you know, canceling school because it snowed that day. No. You're just oh To, the, to the tunnels.
0: <laughs> hey, just go to the tunnels. Everyone tunnel. go to the tunnels. Right. You, you didn't even put a jacket on. <laughs> All right. So Mark Janae is here from Covis. How did, where did you land, or when did you land in North Carolina?
4: So I played professional hockey for 10 years. Um, oh, and, yeah. And uh, uh, wasn't good enough to play in the National Hockey League, so knew at some point I'd have to get a real job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, knew that my passion was outside and, and uh, you know, just uh, was still waiting on the industry down south in, in the Carolinas to really have uh, local manufacturers uh, here instead of shipping products from Canada or from New York or uh, northern states where, yeah. you know, at the time the freight was really expensive. So, right. um, yeah, I just knew at some point I was going to get into um, to a real job and I wanted to do something outside in construction and that's how it started.
0: It never occurred to me there'd be a transportation issue. I mean, the the stone products have to come from somewhere.
4: Clearly, yep. oh, absolutely. And the
0: freight was too expensive. But now, what has changed?
4: Oh, we have so many manufacturers uh, locally. We have some in Florida. We have some in uh, the DC area, Doswell, Virginia. Pennsylvania, uh, there's a ton of manufacturers uh, of product. Uh, Charlotte actually has got a big pavestone stone plant. Oh yeah, so um, it's a lot of manufacturers here now, and it is a booming business for sure.
3: And it's it's cheaper now. Yeah. Okay. Now the materials might not be you know cheaper than they were back then, but yeah.
4: the the fact that it's
3: local, it's here. Right. Okay, what it used to cost to ship this kind of material down? It would have cost a fortune to have right. this kind of work done. right Now it's down the road. You're able to go pick up the materials. it brings the cost down.
2: Right.
3: And let me tell you something. I inspect, I don't know, three to five hundred houses a year. Mm-hmm. The ones that have had a, a hardscaped backyard,, yeah. a sitting area with a fire pit or a, or a chimney, yes. a television, Oh, and, yeah. and we were just talking about this out in the hall. They go even past that. We're talking about heated, heated, how did you put it, I'm uh, sorry? Pavilions. Heated pavilions. I mean, you want to go fancy, these are the guys to talk to.
0: Okay, now, now the funny thing is, Mark Janae is originally from Canada. The concept of a heated pavilion in North Carolina <laughs> must at least draw a grin. Yeah, for sure it does, yeah. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. I mean,
0: you know, when it gets down to, Oh, 50 degrees here in February. Right. And tomorrow's going to be 70.
3: <laughs> well, people still want to sit outside. They That's
0: want right. to sit outside. That's they want to time. heat heated. How do you heat a pavilion?
4: Uh, you have radiant heaters. Uh, you can do gas or electric heaters that are mounted on uh, a couple of sides of the structure. So um, most of these spaces are, I would say, on average, a 20 by 20 pavilion or a 20 by 25 pavilion. So yeah. a, a couple of uh, radiant heating. Uh, mechanism you could also build a a fireplace which we build fireplaces and fire pits as well so you could easily have something that can kind of somewhat contain the heat without it just um, evaporating these are closed enclosed uh, enclosures so they have a solid roof on a tongue and groove ceiling beautiful uh, structures uh, even if you don't enjoy them it makes a, a beautiful addition to any home
0: back in the day when you wanted something that was hardscaped and nobody had invented the word we're talking the 60s Mm -hmm. you just got a bunch of fellas together one or two who had mixed concrete or cement as it's known in the Carolinas and they would just pour it okay they just pour it pour it and they flatten it out and then it'd be as good now you guys go to the moon with these things.
4: Absolutely. I mean I I think my first uh interaction with uh uh, pavers were the clay pavers you see them uh, you go to historic towns like charleston south carolina or any of those towns yeah. uh, you see a lot of um, courtyards made out of old uh, uh, solid bricks in in on patios and now the bricks have gone from clay to concrete yeah and now we've seen the evolution now of uh, travertine and porcelain tiles that can be installed outside mm-hmm. and and believe it or not there are porcelain tiles that are anti-slip as well so the 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 vast majority of, of of products is incredible nowadays. I mean, there's so many choices to pick from depending on what kind of style you want. If you want something a little bit more contemporary or something a little bit more traditional, um craftsman style, it, it doesn't matter. And then there's still uh plenty of bluestone, uh irregular uh fashion or, or modulated fashion. So I mean, sky's the limit.
0: What does that mean, irregular stone or modulated
4: Modulated means that they've taken a natural piece of stone and cut it in squares and rectangles. Yeah. And irregular means uh, as it comes off the pallet, it's just irregular shapes and sizes, uh, irregular shapes and forms. And uh, you kind of put them together like a mosaic and sure. grout them in between and you're good to go.
3: Kind of more of a natural look. Yeah. Uh, I, I consider
4: to. that a little bit more traditional. Okay. Right. I mean, um, and, and we're very traditionalists. In, in our concepts, we believe in how uh, the quarries used to uh, mine or excavate stone is how mm-hmm. you put it in. You wouldn't find a, a modulated uh, bluestone back in the day. So right. we like to tend to think that we're traditionalists in, in the masonry aspect of everything.
0: It wouldn't ordinarily come off the pallet where it would all fit.
4: That's correct. You have to
0: make it fit. That's right. All right. All right. Well, that makes sense. Mark... I want you to brag about a single project that you did in the last six months that you are just glad to have worked on.
4: Uh, Gosh, there's a a lot. Uh, We do a tremendous amount of uh, pool decks um, with a couple of uh, partners in in the pool industry. I think those are really uh, sharp projects just because the elevation in Raleigh is so different from lot to lot. People, it's hard for you to compare prices between houses because you might have a flat lot on this particular job. Yeah. And then neighbor down the road has got a a lot that's got a tremendous amount of elevation, which allows you to have multiple terraces and multiple, um, multiple different levels of patios that you can... You you really have to build it that way because yeah. if you were to build a retaining wall, some of them would be eight, nine, ten feet tall, and that that just becomes you know a, a little bit gaudy in the backyard. So, yeah. um, I yeah. would say that some of the nicer projects we've done, we do, gosh, about seventy projects uh, uh, a year that are pretty substantial. I would say. All um, right, tell
0: me about one of them. One just of one. Them. Pick one.
4: Uh, The one uh, I'm thinking about right now, the Picarellis, I was really, uh, this was a project that uh, didn't really start off really well for us, Um, had some issues from a a management, a scaled issue um, in regards to just dealing with different contractors in a project, and uh, I think for me, it was a difficult situation for them. This project had gone on and on and on, and uh, finally they sent uh, an email to our office and You know, we're basically pretty upset at the process. Uh, uh, We're kind of thinking our project manager was not doing a great job. And so I stepped in and and was able to finish the project for him, and and, uh, everybody was happy. So I'm really proud, and I think the reality is if this was easy, everybody would do it. Sure. But I think for me... At the end of the day, not every project's going to be smooth. You're going to have issues, and I think the sign of a good company is to be able to kind of see it through and finish it.
0: And the the picarellis. Yep. What does it look like in their backyard? Oh,
4: absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful structure that we didn't build, but another builder built and did a fantastic job. Um yeah, I just I just think uh, the walkway to the pavilion and then the lower patio and just the way they decorated it and, and man, it just turned out fantastic. What a beautiful uh, beautiful project, and I'm really happy to be associated with it. Although it didn't really start off as well as they wanted, or didn't go as well as it wanted, it finished really well.
3: Good. You can tell he's a business owner yeah. that takes pride in what he does. When the story he gives you was a. Um, didn't go as planned, but right. we, we we got to the finish line and the customer was happy and satisfied. Yes. I, I do hundreds of jobs a year. I can't remember most of them because they went flawlessly. The ones oh, yeah. that stand out to me are the curveballs. <laughs> yeah, the ones yeah. that you, boy, you had to dig in deep yep. and try really hard to make sure that your customer was satisfied. So that tells me that he is absolutely an experienced business owner just by his selection of story that he gave.
0: All right. Mark Janae. From Covis is on the radio. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. You got a question about a stone project or a patio or something in the backyard. Mark will answer it for you. Um, the, uh, the radio program is making your home great. I'm Dave Alexander. He's Brock Emmons, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 985 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. Mark Janet from COVIS. First of all, we got to talk about the name.
4: COVIS. Yeah. It's... We have to pronounce it correctly and clearly. <laughs> yeah, it is COVIS. Uh, it's COV as in Victor IS, and it's an acronym for creating outdoor visions in stone. Aha. Ah, that's
0: great. Yep. I like it. And the website is COVISSTONE
4: covas dash, dash stonecom
0: Kovus-Stone.com. Yep. All right. So tell me about a beautiful project, something that just turned out to be wonderful.
4: Uh, we did a project uh, in uh, Greyhawk uh, for friends of mine, actually, the owen and bs They, too, did uh, an outdoor structure with vaulted ceilings, uh, heaters as well an outdoor fireplace that uh when you build an outdoor fireplace uh underneath a structure you have to have the fireplace extend above the roof line and obviously by code so you have this beautiful fireplace that goes through the pitch of the roof above the the roof line and uh they had a beautiful kitchen with tons of appliances under there. A beautiful patio um i coached youth hockey here and and uh uh kate was uh our manager. So we used to have our team get togethers there, functions, a beautiful pool, beautiful backyard. And they had oh, yeah. a very, you know, the before and after pictures of that were just incredible. And uh, Mike, I, I still sorry your ba- your basement flooded during the project. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just uh, the best use of, of the whole backyard. I mean, the backyard was severely undulated by putting the pool in and then raising the structure. Uh, with a couple of steps down to the structure, made great use of the space. It's just absolutely, absolutely beautiful.
0: I know that people look at their backyard and they say, well, this is not flat. Right. So I can't put a pool in here. Can I?
4: Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can move dirt. Uh, It might involve some retaining walls, but... um, yeah, I haven't seen a backyard that we can't work in. Whether it's in Governor's Club or uh, any other neighborhood that's severely undulated or wooded lots or right. what have you, I think uh, I think there's a project for everybody, and there's a, certainly a, a, a better use of what you currently have.
3: And you know, it doesn't. You can get online and look at hardscapes, okay? Yeah. And some of these are exactly what he's talking about. They are elaborate, right. very expensive, high end. Right. Maybe you don't need that. Maybe you want a stone area for you and your family to sit around yes. with a fire pit. Yes. Okay, these guys do a lot of different things. We're not talking about just a sixty, seventy dollars $70,000 full back, backyard deal. Yes. They can do some of these other items, like a fire pit, which I'm a huge fan of. I love fire pits. Yeah. It's a great place to spend your time.
0: It is. It is. It's good to have it near the house. Yep. Not too near the house. That's correct. But, you know, in a perfect spot.
3: And People if it's gathered gas, around. if it's gas, gas. Okay, if you have two identical houses, both gas. are same square footage, yep. same stuff on the inside. The only difference is one of them has a hardscape in the backyard with a fire pit. Yep. You're telling me that house is not worth twenty, thirty thousand dollars more. People oh, yeah. wonder, does this increase value? I've always been under the opinion it does. You take two identical homes, one with a beautiful hardscape, one without. You know which one is the more valuable property, which one's going to sell first, right? People love outdoor sitting, whether it's a three seasons room, a four seasons room or a hardscaped area in the yard.
4: Absolutely. I, think, I think at the end of the day, it just gives you a gathering spot, right? Uh, and that gathering spot doesn't have to be elaborate. It just needs to be a destination for the family to, gar- uh, to, to right. gather around on the weekend, whether it's a gas fire pit or a wood burning fire pit. Whether well, it's a small uh, 20 by 20 patio, it doesn't have to be uh, the Taj Mahal of backyards. In fact, sure. when Covis was created, with the idea that we wanted to make outdoor living affordable for everybody, yes, it didn't. It didn't have to be just for the people in Hazen Tree and some of the nicer neighborhoods to be able to afford stonework or uh, outdoor living spaces. We wanted to make sure that our pricing was um, affordable to everybody, and then we have products available for everybody so that everybody can enjoy out their living
3: now if you guys do hardscapes do you guys also do uh stone and cobblestone driveways as well yep, absolutely you do. we Ooh. do eh? oh you yeah. want that don't you oh yeah, that, yeah. i mean uh, we talk about how the front door makes the front of the house pop yeah when everybody in your neighborhood has the same driveway yeah and you've got a cobblestone or a paved driveway no it, it just and jumps
0: they, they don't have to do the whole driveway in cobblestone although you might want to i've seen people that just do one section
3: i've seen it where it's a section of cement Mm -hmm. and then there's a cobblestone or a pavestone uh runner that goes across the driveway and maybe a design up the sides of the driveway right i mean when you're dealing with stonework really Mm -hmm. the 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 sky's the the limit you can do whatever you want
4: but i think the most important thing though when you're doing that is to make sure that if you're redoing the existing driveway, you want to make it look like it's been there the whole time. Yeah. And so by doing the bands across and the aprons at the front of the driveway, yeah. then all of a sudden now it ties all in. And maybe you just do a walkway from the driveway to the house in pavers so that right. everything kind of ties itself in.
0: And a sidewalk in the
4: house. A sidewalk to the front of the house. sidewalk to yeah. the
0: front of the house. I yeah. like it. You don't do anything interior, do you?
4: We do a ton of interior work. Really? We, uh, well, uh, a lot of people have uh, marble fireplaces uh, with wooden mantles, and they want to have a little bit more... Um, character to the interior of the home so we'll come in and we'll stone interior fireplaces put a stone mantle on there yeah um, we've also done a lot of um, brick work inside of houses uh, we work for a specific builder sage built um, we've done a lot of interior work where we'll do a section of wall in between the kitchen and the in the den yeah um, that's just arched in stone and it's all thin brick so the brick is actually the face of the brick is cut yeah and uh, then we just uh, mount it on the wall
3: but you guys, I'm assuming you guys don't mess with anything structural.
4: No, we don't do any foundation. I don't blame you. Yeah. All right. No. Leave that to mm. somebody a good else. Good question. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's
0: a, it's sort of in your bailiwick. You know, you could probably do it if you wanted to, but that's not what you do.
4: And um, we don't want to. Yeah. yeah. You don't want
0: to. <laughs> no, you sense. you really don't.
3: <laughs> you uh, don't.
0: I, I don't think it. I don't think it'd be a problem. You wouldn't get a phone call for warranty or anything like that. Well,
3: we've got a customer right now. She's got her house is 1926. We went out and did the crawl space inspection. She has a single brick foundation, unfortunately, so we're limited on how we can insulate the walls. Yeah, You don't want to shoot ram set into single brick foundation, for example. You'd break it. Uh, You can crack it, crack the mortar, crack the brick. Uh, but she has a whole section of one of the exterior walls that has collapsed and caved into the crawl space and I'm yeah. like I right, you got to get that fixed I can't do anything for you mm-hmm. and the structural uh repair companies are pretty hard to come by that's yeah. why when I was looking over his website I was like these guys get to do all the fun stuff <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly
0: mark I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you more about uh, um, retaining walls yes sir and honestly we're not gonna Mock the people who put retaining walls in in the 70s. Although it might have been, like I described, two guys who figured they knew what they were doing. But a lot of them are kind of fallen.
4: That's right.
0: Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that. Uh, He is Mark Jene from Covis. The website is covis-stone.com. And if you want a fireplace outside, if you'd like a patio that's better than the neighbors. Stay listening to this program, Making Your Home Great on WPTF. <music> FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, Making Your Home Great. I'm Dave Alexander. Mark Genay is here from Covis. We're talking about hardscaping, but we're also going to talk to Brock Emmons Of triangle radiant barrier. How are things?
3: Things are okay right now. Yeah. Hard to complain. Now that the heat is gone, my guys are all very excited and happy to be working in attics and crawl spaces. Uh, But this time of year, uh, in the fall, we're getting uh, a lot of mold right now. Yeah. Customers, you know, postponed having it done throughout the spring and the summer. We actually have a sale going on in the month of October. Yeah, Um, to our radio listeners out there, specifically for the radio listeners, it is a twenty five percent off all services discount. If you were installed in the month of October, we do this every year. It's you know end of summer, about to move into the fall and the winter area. A lot of customers postpone to having their work done to this time of year to take advantage of that discount. Yeah, Uh, but so we're starting to load up for the fall and the in the winter right now.
0: It's for you. It might be a mold discount or hope it's not a mold discount Mm -hmm. but you do everything including mold remediation
3: oh sure yeah we do uh mold remediation in attics and crawl spaces you know that's uh our equipment is heavy duty equipment so if a customer calls says i got a little bit of mold on the drywall in my bathroom the equipment we would use would destroy that drywall so that that's that's not our specialty okay uh we do heavy mold remediation so in attics or crawl spaces Soda blasting, dry ice blasting, uh, which is a chemical-free way to, to eradicate mold. Yeah. I think we're the only company in the state of North Carolina that does residential dry ice blasting. Right. And if that piques your interest, just go to YouTube. Uh, go to our YouTube page, Triangle Radiant Barrier. We've got a bunch of uh, blasting videos up right now.
0: And, it, and it, I don't want you to tear the whole thing apart with something called blasting. <laughs> because, you know, if I talk to Mark Janais of Covis about blasting – He's talking about removing stone, probably with small small bits of dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about?
3: So when we blast it, picture a pressure washer. Yeah. But instead of water, it's dry ice chips that come out with a little bit of velocity. Mm -hmm. Well, when we're spraying the wood under the house. It freezes mold dead on contact. It's negative 131 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So it kills the mold instantly, but then it cleans the wood like a pressure washer would without using any moisture. This is dry ice we're talking about. So if uh, we have to remediate mold under the dorms at Duke or NC State or North Carolina or a hospital or an apartment complex, and they don't want us using chemicals, they don't have to empty out the building. Yeah it's dry ice. That's the other option. Uh, so we're, we're proud to be the one of the only companies here in the state that offers that as an option.
0: All right. Your seasons are changing. Does the does the marketing or not marketing but the the way your business is because you you do attics and crawl spaces. Does it change in the fall?
3: Uh, yeah going into the fall we do a, a primarily a lot of insulation. Now right now we're doing a yeah. lot of mold remediation because again these are these are customers that kind of postponed having it done this spring and summer yeah um but going into the winter and the fall typically it's it's primarily beefing up the insulation for the cold months
0: it's a good idea because brock will not cringe when he hears that his guys are going up in an attic because the temperature in the attic is now reasonable.
3: Yeah, it is. You know, my guys have been showing up at job sites 637 in the morning, and normally we have to get them out of there by around noon to 1 o'clock. Otherwise? But, otherwise, it's just getting too hot, and we don't want to put them in a dangerous situation.
0: What's the temperature in a uh, on a 90-degree day? The attic is how hot?
3: It will get up to about 135 to 145, depending that's, on the ventilation that's up and, there.
0: And that's uninsulated. When you guys are done it's a whole lot better
3: if we insulate the rafters yes yeah. i can typically get it down to whatever outside temperature is which really? of course makes an enormous impact not only in how the house feels but also the utility usage
0: and and of course you guys never hang out once you have you've insulated gosh the project's done
3: no they're they're ready to get back in the air conditioned truck when it's a little bit cooler in I the understand truck that. With, <laughs> now With i they? do i do have a yeah. question to get back what we were talking about when it comes to these retaining walls yeah. Okay, a lot of customers retaining walls. So let's say you go out into your backyard and you have a 712 slope in the backyard. And I got a lot of customers that the the low spot of their yard is right up against the house and yeah. the high spot of the yard is like 15 feet in the air. And that's one of these really aggressively sloped backyards. And you yeah. think there's nothing I can do there. Yep. Well, they call them, and I don't know if they call them uh, uh, step walls or, or...
4: Segmental walls. Okay, yep. yes.
3: Walk walk a homeowner through. If you have one of these really aggressively sloped backyards, what options do you have back there that you can really change the whole look of the yard?
4: Yeah, so uh, there's two differences, uh, two different applications, I should say, in, in how you build these walls. One would be a segmental wall, which is uh, pretty much just a segmental wall with lugs, and that process is engineered to be installed to where the wall is stepped back maybe an inch or three quarters of an inch at every row and then you backfill all that with uh, uh, 57 stone to make sure that you uh, take care of the water Um, or we are you know 90 percent of the time we prefer a concrete footing block rebar and then we'll waterproof the back of the wall and then install a drainage system but i think the the thing that I think a lot of people are concerned with say say the backyard highest point is seven feet. They're they're thinking that oh man maybe I need to build a six foot wall. Right. Well, a yeah. lot of times you don't. You know, all you need to do is just to manage the water at the bottom of the hill, and maybe you can do a nice planting above the wall. Okay. And and still at that point you still need to build the footing, the block, the rebar, waterproof the wall, make sure you uh, keep the dirt and the aggregate from mixing together and we do that with a with a barrier type of of uh cloth yeah and uh then you put drainage pipe behind it so it can absorb the water coming off the hill and you divert the water away from the house
3: that was going to be my next question is how do we handle drainage so he just moved right over that that's perfect
0: you do and he talked about 57 in in a he backfills backfills with 57. If I remember correctly, 57 is a, a dirty gravel.
4: It's it's actually a clean gravel. Oh, it's a clean it's gravel. It's about three okay. quarters of an inch to an inch thick, so it allows for a lot of uh, immediate permeation to to the drainage pipe that's below at the base of the fa- uh, the footing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, in segmental walls, the caps are on with glue. Mm. Uh, I know they talk about, you know, this glue now is long-lasting. You'd be surprised how many times I see a retaining wall holding up this much dirt, and it's a segmental wall. I know there's successful applications in it. We just feel a little bit more comfortable with the fact that there's rebar, concrete, and uh, it, it can be repaired a little easier. A failing segmental wall is very, very difficult to repair with you just patching the area that may have separated or moved whereas concrete i mean stuff happens right um right so you, you you might need some repairs down the road it's repairable a lot easier
3: okay so let's say uh you know what i don't want stone work i just want a deck can you guys come out and do decks
4: yeah absolutely we can we just brought in uh brantley Barnes. uh Um, he's our general contractor. His license is, uh, under Covis now. So that allows us to build all of our pavilions, all of our decks, uh, all of our staircases so that we can control the whole environment. I I think for a long time, Covis was created so that we would be really good at what we did, which was hardscapes. And we would bring in, uh, specialty contractors, light, uh, landscapers that we recommend or contractors that would build these pavilions. And, What we've found over the time is whether the homeowner decides to go with the recommendations or somebody out of sort leaves us in a position to where we're only handling the finished product. And sometimes by the time we show up, they're already upset because the project Uh hasn't gone that way. So now we have uh, meticulously over the course of 14 years kind of grown our business so that we can control all the facets and people can just deal with us.
3: Very relatable. That's why I stopped being a GC because I wanted to control the job site. Right. And, and when you're working with multiple contractors in different fields, any one of them can delay you, and then it's your problem right. to have to try to fix it. So but, that is very relatable.
0: And you've got to understand the attitude of someone who says, all right, there's sort of a structural problem, not physically, but a structural problem with the way people are getting these hardscapes built. Right. One is that… They're hiring this guy for this and this fellow for the other right, thing and right. then these people for the You want to control it.
4: I want to control it. I want to be in charge of the schedule because 90% of the customer's complaints are, uh, well, it's taken so long to get this done. Yeah. you know, uh, Or the, the guy building the structure will call us when he's done. He won't yeah. call us three weeks before he's done so we can adjust our schedule for him. Yep. He'll call us when he's done and all of a sudden mm. I've got four or five projects on the go. I can't get there for another week or two, and the homeowner's looking at a project that's standing still. Yep. That's, that's so dysfunctional.
3: We deal with that with builders. They'll call us the day before the install to say, oh, we didn't pass our framing inspection. Yeah, Can you come on Tuesday next week? And I'm like, no, we're booked three weeks out now. Yeah, So right. when you can control the job site, you can actually tell a customer how long something's going to take. Absolutely. If you don't control the job site, the customer says, how long will this take? You're shooting in the dark. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're dealing with three or four other people that are moving parts right. and can cause it to go a lot faster or way slow it down.
0: All right. We'll, we'll talk with Mark Janae more. He's with Covis, and their website is covis-stone.com. If you would like a... Uh, Uh, A High Park Bar and Grill gift certificate, just call us at 919-860-9783. Call right now. We'll get you on with Mark and with Brock and with Dave on making your home great. All right, hang out. There is a a section of Wilson. I drive through it now. I describe this often because I drive by this place to get to my daughter's house. But it's true in the old parts of Cary and old parts of Garner, probably. There are retaining walls that were just one layer of brick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they are not vertical anymore. It's the <laughs> leaning f- leaning tower of brick. Leaning, and and nobody knows what to do other than maybe call you. That's correct. Are, are you in the business of just fixing that situation?
4: Can you? We do a lot of repairs. We um, we do a lot of repairs of other uh, contractors that uh, probably had some issues with getting a project finished or doing it the right way or maybe a lack of knowledge in how to finish a particular project. There's a multitude of facets uh, that we do, and we're not perfect either by yeah. all means, and, and we have employees too, and, and I make mistakes. Uh, I think every day that you don't learn something, about your craft, even if you're one of the better guys at it, I, I I think you're fooling yourself. You know, there's something to learn from every job and different applications for different things. But we do a ton of repairs, um, whether our brick columns, uh, yeah. entrances to neighborhoods for HOAs. Um, gosh, we do a ton of repairs. Brick, stone, pavers, you name it, we fix if, it.
0: If they like the brick, look, we, but they don't like what happened. I mean, the thing is, you know, it's failing the yep. wall is failing. Can you take it out and provide some remediation? i bet it's probably water damage Yep. that's happening.
4: Water damage or root damage would be a, another culprit too. So we typically like to have a row of solid 8x8x16 masonry block behind it, and then you face the front of that block oh, with yeah. a brick, which makes the a whole process a lot thicker you could also double wall the brick and leave a gap in the middle brick is extremely strong and, right. and proven to be super durable but just one course of brick is not going to be strong enough yeah.
0: i am i'm convinced that's all there is mm-hmm. because it's just i uh, it's it's flexible at this point you yeah. can just see it's about to fall right all right mark Janay from covis on making your home great on wptf and I know we've got a caller. <clears throat> We're going to get get them on in just a moment. As soon as I, as soon as my throat gets clear, um, Brock, what do you think of this whole hardscaping thing in the backyard?
3: I I think it can be done right, and it can be done wrong, just like any anybody we bring onto the show. Yeah. Um, when you when you pull out your wallet to spend this kind of money. Yeah. You don't want to do it two, three times. You don't want to do it again three years from now. Right. You don't want to have to find another company to come back in and repair the damage that was done by the first one. You yeah. need to make sure that you make the right choice. Finding a hardscape company that that does so many different things, but that's what they specialize in, Yeah. do your research. Look yeah. into them. Look into what they can do. Look at their before and after photos. Bring them out. Talk with them. Gauge whether or not this is the right company for you. But meeting them today and just looking over their website, you can tell they have been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. And I've worked with a lot of hardscape companies in the past. They are hard to come by. So I am excited to have these guys on the show. Yeah,
0: very
4: good. All right.
0: The company is called Covis, which stands for what, Mark?
4: Creating Outdoor Visions in Stone.
0: Creating Outdoor Visions in Stone. C-O-V-I-S. He knows. Mark Janay from Kovas on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. will pick up with Rich in Raleigh in just a moment. <music> FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. I'm Dave Alexander. He is Mark Janais from Covis. And COVIS stands for?
4: Creating Outdoor Visions in Stone.
0: Creating Outdoor Visions in Stone. I've got a a backyard where, you know, it's that somebody else has put down a patio that is just cement. It's kind of boring. Does that have to be ripped up before you guys will do something for me? I mean, I, I might want cobblestone or something that looks more creative.
4: Sure. And I think at the end of the day, I, I will look at the project and make sure that I can come up with solutions to where we don't have to rip it up. I, I put myself uh, in our customer's shoes all the time as if, if this is my house and, yeah. and I bought a house that had a slab in the backyard and I just overlaid it. I didn't cut it all out or redo oh, yeah. it. I just... If there's a way to do it and the door threshold where if the patio is connected to the house works and the elevation works, then uh, there's no question we can avoid spending all that money to tear it down. I mean, you're talking, uh, depending on the size, a couple of thousand bucks to, to remove your patio and haul it away. That's oh yeah, that's just a lot of money I feel like uh, just wasted. So if there's a way around it and we can make it work, we certainly will.
0: All right, let's talk to Rich in Raleigh. Welcome to the show, Rich. I'm glad you're here. What's going
4: on? Uh, good afternoon. Hey, I just have a question for Mark with regard to uh, the use of stamped concrete mm. in uh, in hard skate applications uh, for residential properties. Sure. Um, we don't do a lot of concrete applications. Most of our uh, applications include uh, pavers, flagstone. We don't have the finishing tools or the stamps to really... Um, do a uh, a really nice application of concrete so we typically sub uh, any of the stamp concrete out is stamped concrete uh still a, a current option for uh, hardscapes logs? i think it is but i think as concrete prices have risen i think the reality is by the time you get a good concrete uh, guy with good stamps and good coloring schemes you're not going to be far off from being able to switch from stamped concrete to pavers. And the reality mm-hmm. in, in my world is once concrete cracks, which is for sure it will, yep. it's irreparable. Um, you'll never get it to match the same ways. Whereas if pavers settle, they sink, uh, they crack, they can be replaced, blended in. We do a lot of pool decks, uh, Rich, that um, because of the large amount of plumbing around the surface, it's virtually impossible for us to compact the soil enough to prevent any migration, especially when you're talking about a fiberglass pool. So we come in, pull the pavers up, address the settling issues, and and, um, reapply the pavers back. And at the end of the day, you'd, you'd never know that there was a settling issue there before. So unfortunately, with stamped concrete, I wouldn't... I would say that the reason we don't um apply it or install it is we find it very difficult to fix.
3: Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. I've got two or three guys that do stamp concrete and they're actually telling me they're losing a lot of business right now to uh, companies that are coming in and doing pavers because of the cost of of cement. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's that's right on the nose. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize cement costs were rising is it is it over the last oh, I don't know, say 2 years?
4: Yeah, I'd say uh, probably a little bit longer than that. I'd mm. say we c- okay. used to go buy. I mean, uh, proof is in the pudding. You go to Lowe's and buy a bag of uh, sacrate three years ago. The bag was three seventy five. The same bag is six bucks.
3: So, yeah, it was right around COVID, yep. right when all the prices shot up after COVID on, on virtually everything that sure. ma- you know, building material costs and shipping sure. and everything. Cement really didn't come back down. Nope. Um, cement kind of stayed up there at the top. And again, I only know this because I work with a few guys that do cement work and stamp concrete, and and they've all unanimously said that Mm -hmm. it's gotten very expensive and they're starting to lose out on business to companies that are coming in and doing hardscape work because it's virtually the same price
4: now. Well, Mark,
0: that's actually good, isn't it? It's good for Mark. Good for for (laughs) Kovac, yeah, for sure. Rich, did that answer your question?
4: It did. Thanks so much, guys. All right, Thanks for the call.
0: He is at Covis. C O V I S stone.com, just in case you want to look them up. Thank you, Rich. And you have won a gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner. High Park Bar and Grill in Raleigh. Uh, you, can, you can go ahead and uh, check them out. They've got a uh, great fried chicken, prime rib, and the burger special on Fridays. We are keeping the price a secret. <laughs> I, it's not in my copy. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: the $25 gift certificate will cover it.
0: <laughs> it will cover it. More than cover it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Rich. That's
4: great. Thank you, guys.
0: All right. Take care. Mark Janae is here from Covis, uh, Covis-stone.com, um, and we're talking about hardscaping. People who are like me, sort of blue-collar fellas, uh, well, I don't think I want an outdoor fireplace that's 40 feet tall. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want something like that but I want some things. I want a fire pit. I want to extend that patio that's right now cement. I'd like it extended out to the point where I don't have to pull weeds anymore. Sure. We're just gonna we're just gonna make a hardscape because I'm tired of mulch. Yep
4: and and there's all different types of of uh, fire features as well. There's standalone fire features now that you can buy. They're uh, smoke less fire pits. Um, yeah. They don't. They don't smoke as much. They're wood burning and they're engineered to where it actually absorbs some of the smoke from. There's still a little bit, but not yeah. as much. Um, and then you can move that around your patio as well. You don't need something permanent. So there's. A vast array of of different items we can do. You can actually do your fire pit uh, on the corner of a seat wall and just have a few chairs around that area. And that seat wall can act as a small retaining wall to kind of divert the water around the patio. You can um, certainly... our, Our standard fireplaces are six feet wide, nine feet tall, four feet deep, and the reason they're engineered that way is because the hot box, the, the place where you you put the wood, Yes. Um, we custom build every fireplace. It is yeah. clay flues, block, fire brick on the outside. We don't buy kits. And it is engineered so that the size of the box and the size of the clay flues will create a draft mechanism to where it'll suck the smoke out to the top of the fireplaces. So 9 feet tall is a nice feature. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be 20 feet wide, uh, tall, but um, 9 feet tall is... Really nice enough to have, even though it's not lit up in the backyard. And and right now we're running a thousand dollars off uh for uh for the fall because this is our fire uh fire pit fireplace times. Yeah. Uh our normal fireplaces are ninety seven fifty, now they're going for eighty seven fifty uh all the way into uh, Thanksgiving. And our fire pits were twenty five hundred, they're now two thousand, they're five hundred dollars off fire pits.
3: That is much less than I thought. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. A fire pit? Mm -hmm. We're talking about the pit?
4: Yeah, the pit, which is a concrete footing. It's wood-burning. It's got stone veneer on the face, and it's got a flagstone cap on the border on the top, and then um, it is usually about 20 inches off the ground. It's got fire brick on the inside.
3: Now, if the customer doesn't have natural gas, are you able to run that on propane, or do you have to have natural gas run through?
4: Yeah, we're not a mechanical contractor, so obviously that would have to be run prior, but um, the one piece of that uh, fire pit that's not included is the appliances that go with sure. uh, the pan and yeah, the right, right. gas mechanical guy to contact that. that now, if we go, now, if we go big, the Alexander
0: House, I, I don't know how we would do it, but if we go big and we want an outdoor kitchen, yep. what are the appliances you can put
4: in so we don't provide just because there's such a vast array of price lines between you know a weber grill and yeah. a, a okay. wolf outdoor so you we send you to a couple of websites we yeah. have a, a lot of local dealers that sell um the the fire uh the um barbecues are the grills yeah. themselves and then and you
3: design the kitchen around absolutely. the appliances that yeah. makes sense yeah. yeah
4: usually you need a set of doors underneath the grill so you can access the right. gas right. and uh some people put trash cans some people put uh, uh doors and drawers in there so you can leave your outdoor cooking stuff in a drawer underneath oh, so yeah. it's yeah, all, it custom. Pretty nice. all custom
3: all yep.
0: custom all right I, I think this has been a pleasant conversation mark jenay and the company name is covis creating yep. outdoor v- something
4: visions in stone
0: visions in stone <laughs> c-o-v-i-s you're staying with that
4: that's right he is yep.
0: covis-stone.com soon you will just think of him right right when you hear something that starts with cove
3: for your hardscape needs call good. covis
0: all right very good mark jenay thank you also brock hemmings of triangle radiant barrier everybody have a great week